Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 802, and we'll look at Matthew chapter 18, verses 10 through 14. Let's read our passage. See to it that you don't despise one of these little ones, because I tell you that in heaven their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If someone has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, won't he leave the ninety-nine on the hillside and go search for the stray? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he rejoices over that sheep more than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. In the same way, it is not the will of your Father in heaven that one of these little ones perish. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this Gospel this account of the ministry of Jesus to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. We've seen this shift in focus in Matthew's gospel. He is now focused on going to Jerusalem to complete the mission. He asked the disciples who the people thought he was and then asked them who they thought he was. Peter said, you are the Messiah. You are the Christ, the Son of God. And After that, Jesus began to teach them that he's going to have to go to Jerusalem and suffer and die. And twice we've had predictions now of his impending death and resurrection. And we're in this section now, this fourth discourse. Matthew has these five discourses, extended teaching segments. And this one is about relationships, specifically relationships between believers amongst disciples within the body of Christ. So sometimes it's called the discourse on relationships. Sometimes it's called the discourse on the church because it's how we get along with one another. It began with this question of the disciples, who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus' answer was, well, you must be the least in the kingdom of heaven. You must humble yourself, become like a child. And by be like a child mean lowly, of no importance. Then he talked about the disastrous consequences for causing others within the body of Christ to stumble. Now we pick it up in chapter 18, verse 10. Jesus says, See to it that you don't despise one of these little ones, because I tell you that in heaven their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. Well, despise is the opposite of welcome. Some translations say look down on. Remember back in verse 5, he said, and whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. So here, despising or looking down on would be the exact opposite of that, not welcoming them. And he specifically says these little ones. Now, who are the little ones? The little ones are followers of Christ. These are disciples who have humbled themselves, becoming like children, that is, of no importance, who seem unimportant by worldly standards, but are very important in God's eyes. He explains that. He says, because I tell you that in heaven, their angels continually view the face of my Father in heaven. So the point here is their importance to God. But the confusing thing here is he says, their angels. What does that mean? Often people look at this and say, this is talking about guardian angels, that each person has a guardian angel assigned to them. Well, if that's the case, then 
how is it they're continually looking at the face of the Father in heaven if they're looking out for people continuously on earth? This is the only place you see a phrase like this in the Bible. And so it's somewhat confusing, and we've got to be very careful what we do with this. By talking about their angels, you could be talking about a group of angels who are assigned to watch out for little ones. Just be careful about making too much of this because we don't have anything else to go on. This does not say there are guardian angels assigned to every person. It doesn't say that. You can't make it say that. So just remember the, the point here is not to teach about angels. The point here is showing the importance to God of these little ones. Verse 11. Notice I skipped verse 11. Verse 11 says, for the Son of Man has come to save the lost. Some say, come to seek and save the lost. That phrase is in Luke 19, but the best early manuscripts of Matthew don't have it. So a lot of English translations either will put it in brackets or italics to show it may not be original, or some just leave it out altogether. Then he tells a parable, verse 12. What do you think? If someone has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, won't he leave the ninety-nine on the hillside and go and search for the stray? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he rejoices over that sheep more than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. Point here showing the importance of the sheep to the father. Now this is very similar to a parable in Luke 15. Similar, but not identical. And while the words are similar, the setting is very different. Let me read the parable Luke 15, verses 4 through 7. What man among you who has a hundred sheep and loses one of them does not leave the ninety-nine in the open field and go after the lost one until he finds it? When he has found it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders. Coming home, he calls his friends and neighbors together, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who don't need repentance. So they're very similar. It's over missing sheep and leaving the 99 and going to search for the missing sheep and then the joy over finding it and then the explanation of the joy in heaven, the importance in heaven of this. The differences in Matthew, he's talking about a sheep going astray. So it's a sheep that you have that is going astray. Whereas in Luke, it's a lost sheep. Now, what's the difference? Subtle, but the, the sheep is lost in Luke. And really the setting's the big difference. In Matthew, the audience is disciples. And he's in this teaching segment, this discourse talking about relationships amongst disciples. The lesson is about the relationships between disciples. Whereas in Luke, the audience are Pharisees and scribes. And what's going on is Jesus is hanging out with tax collectors and sinners and being criticized for that. And so he gives three parables in Luke 15, the lost coin, the lost sheep, the lost son. 
talking about things that are lost and the joy at finding that which is lost. So in Matthew, the concern is God's concern over his little ones, and it's pastoral in nature, talking about our care for one another so that none wander away. In Luke, it's talking about those that are lost, and the point is evangelistic, that we should take the gospel to the lost because the lost matter to God. So while it's very similar wording of the parable itself, the setting is so very different, and so the takeaway is very different. The concern over Matthew's parable, stray sheep, is making sure that we don't lose those that are already part of the flock, whereas the concern in Luke is those that are lost should be reached out with an evangelistic outreach. In verse 14 in Matthew, he says, In the same way, it is not the will of your Father in heaven that one of these little ones perish. So the takeaway of all this, verses 10 through 14, is that God cares about his people. He cares about his little ones. And who are the little ones? Disciples who have humbled themselves, which really is all disciples. Because he said earlier, if you don't humble yourself, you can't be a disciple. And so he's cares, he cares about his people. And the danger is people looking over them, looking down on them, because they have humbled themselves and made themselves to be nothing in the eyes of the world. But God is concerned about them, which means we should be too. And so the challenge for us is, do we really care about all disciples, all followers of Jesus, even those that don't really seem like much in the eyes of the world, but they matter greatly to God. They are his little ones. And if we are really some of his little ones too, we should care about them too. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.